Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It is the week of February 25th, 2024, the last week of uh, February. It is leap year, so we got we got Thursday, February 29th, and then Friday will be March the 1st. We have some Indiana's finest weather coming in, so after a beautiful day yesterday, we're going to have some nice weather today. There is going to be a wind advisory for all areas uh, today, so in, in pretty much the entire state of Indiana, there's going to be a, a high winds throughout the day, which is going to be bringing in a, a cold front overnight, some threat and some chances, some storms overnight, so make sure you're keeping an eye on the weather today and this evening. But it looks like that's going to be moving in uh, later later tonight. Um, high winds, threat of storms, and then cold air coming back in. So highs in the 40s, lows down, I think, even in the 20s for the next couple days until another warm-up comes. Should have a pretty good weekend of some nice spring-like weather. Um, but it's just something to keep an eye on this time of the year. Uh, weather can be very uh, um, unstable. So Obviously, it's a good idea to keep an eye on uh, weather forecasts and things of that nature, especially when we have big uh, swings in the temperatures like we're going to see today and tonight. So be on the lookout for that. Just know there's going to be some high winds today. Be very careful as you're driving out there. Make sure you're keeping both hands on the steering wheel. Um, so just be, be safe out there and drive defensively as always. I want to send out congratulations to Jennifer Richards. Jennifer was randomly selected as the gift card winner for her listening last week and answering the trivia question. So, Jennifer, you'll have a gift card coming your way. So, very much appreciate everyone that listens. And uh, congratulations to Jennifer. You'll see that. If you want your chance to win, just listen to the episode. At some point, there's going to be a question. You'll have the opportunity to answer that question. And you can email those answers to Gary Emmons, and you'll be entered into the drawing for next time. We do have a lot of announcements this time, uh, more than normal, so let's go ahead and get started on these. There is an addendum to our uh, employee and team member handbook. It's a policy for crisis management, a communication plan for uh, any um, child sexual abuse or molestation allegation. Uh, attached uh, to this uh, emailed announcement, you're going to find the policy we are adding to our team member handbook, which was last revised November 27, 2023. This policy pertains to a crisis management and communication plan in the event of a situation of a child sexual abuse and or molestation allegation. It details the different types of abuse, our employee reporting responsibilities, our team member expected code of conduct, how we plan to prevent and train on the topic, and how IHBS will respond and react in the event uh, of a situation which would uh, an alleged uh, alleged would against one of our staff. This policy took effect on February 21st, 2024. That's when I emailed it out to everybody. Like I said, it will be attached to this. Um, this situation has not occurred, and we are hoping that it never occurs, but we're doing what we can to prevent it uh, in, in the event that it would, and then how we will react if it does. So um, just so everyone understands that it hasn't occurred, it's a policy that we did have to put in place, though. All team members are expected and required to review the policy. And we will provide future reviews and trainings on the topic as well. Let's talk about avoiding car break-ins. According to the National Insurance Crime Bureau, on average, motor vehicle thefts occur every 31 seconds in the United States. Although it's impossible to guarantee 100% protection against car thieves, there are practical steps that you can take to significantly reduce the appeal of your vehicle as a target. 
thieves seek opportunities. So by making it more challenging for them to succeed, they're likely to abandon uh, their attempt and seek an easier target. So the number one rule is always going to be lock your car doors. So if you're not around your vehicle, especially in the evenings, if you're going to be away from it just for a few seconds, lock your car doors so that uh, a thief, uh, when you're away and you've went into a store or you've gone into your house for the evening, um, obviously if the car doors are locked, they have to go even a further step to get into your vehicle. Park with a purpose. Choose well-lit areas to park your vehicle, especially at night. Adequate lighting not only discourages potential thieves, but also enhances visibility for surveillance cameras. If available, park inside of a closed garage or facility with surveillance, attendance, or access control. Position your car in close proximity to the garage entrance or doorways to enhance visibility, discouraging potential thieves. When possible, park so you can pull out of your parking spot in a forward direction. Always lock your car doors and close windows, including the sunroof, when you park, even for brief periods, and never leave your car unattended if the engine is running. Avoid leaving spare keys inside or near your vehicle as thieves are familiar with common hiding spots. Another one is keeping valuables out of sight. Again, never leave your keys in your vehicle. Always remove and take your vehicle keys with you. Avoid leaving money in plain sight, including change. Um, Let's see, do not leave valuables in your car. That, of course, would include our iPhones and iPads and anything that would be uh, considered valuable to a, to a thief. Um, steer clear of storing valuables in the console or glove box. These areas, uh, though lockable, are known targets for break-ins by thieves. Stay alert and stay vigilant. When walking to and from your vehicle, do so with a purpose. With your eyes scanning, scanning your surroundings constantly, don't get distracted by conversation or cell phone use. When walking alone, be mindful that in many cars, the initial press of the lock button only opens the driver's door. Avoid repeatedly clicking the unlock button to minimize potential risks. Trust your instincts. If something looks wrong, uh, items on windshield, door handles, leave your vehicle and seek safety. Never confront anyone yourself. If you observe any suspicious activity around vehicles or parking areas, report it to local authorities. If a break-in or a theft occurs, do not touch or clean up anything. Uh, Latin fingerprints obtained on surfaces, doors, or windows may help officers discover the identity of the thief. And stay informed about local crime trends and be aware of any specific risks in your area. And adjust your security measures accordingly. Okay, let's talk about case closures. When a service is closing, please ensure the last monthly completed includes a closing section. In this section of the monthly, you must include the closing date, the termination reason, the outcome type, and the outcome results for all children involved in the service. Please ensure the requested close date and date closed are both included. These two fields will often be the same. However, if the family case manager requested you close a case on January 30th, but approved a closing session happened on February 2nd, your requested close date would be January 30th, and your date closed would be February 2nd. The date closed is the date then the system will recognize as the last date of services, and thus the official closing date entered into Casewind. Therefore, in this situation, and there's like it spanning two months, you would need to complete your January monthly as a regular monthly, and your February monthly would then be processed as a closing report. If you were to put in February 2nd as the date closed, but your last session and or closing date for the service was actually in January, and you submitted a January closing, Case One would continue to show February monthly as missing for this service. 
uh, with the date since the date closed was put as February. Please act with urgency and commitment by looking through your monthlies to ensure this is not happening with any of your services. So if you have a uh, a date closed in January, for example, and then you do a closing session in February, do the rate monthly just as normal for January, and then do your closing uh, report uh, for the month of February. As the recognized Black History Month is coming to a close, the Diversity Committee, and specifically Susanna Levis, put together a Spirit Week with education and activities to promote and educate the vast contributions to our society African Americans have made. Please take a look at the link attached to the emailed announcements for some wonderful information. See, we never feel that any one month should be designated to learn about other uh, cultures and, and things of that nature. So, you know, we can continue these things as we, as we move along into uh, the next month. Access Perks. Have you ever tried Access Perks yet? IHPS employees receive regular emails from Access Perks, a program that provides discounts on a number of restaurants, hotels, memberships, and more. For example, if you're looking to stay fit this year, you can look for discounted rates from, for gym memberships. Active and Fit Direct provides discounted rates with no enrollment fee to several area, area gyms all over Indiana. All employees have this app installed on their work devices. If you're unable to log in, please reach out to Susan McCarsky in HR for assistance. Access Perks offers all kinds of things, restaurant discounts, vacation discounts, hotels, you name it. It's pretty much on there. Our workers over the over the years since we've had Access Perks have saved thousands of dollars. So it's worth it to save a few bucks here and there. Uh, so take a peek at Access Perks if you haven't yet. Let's talk about company car maintenance again, caring for your tires. For those driving company cars, having tires with a good tread is important to your safety and the safety of those you transport. Enterprise Fleet provides an excellent maintenance program at no cost to you, but it's very, but it's still your responsibility to keep your car maintained. Tire rotations are needed every other oil change, or every 12,000 miles approximately. If your vehicle has more than 35,000 miles on it, and you've never had new tires, you should take it to a tire shop and have them checked. If you've had tires replaced, but it's been more than 35,000 miles since then, you should get your tires checked also. It's important to go into a tire shop as many oil change shops do not deal with or even inspect tires. So places like Best One, places like Discount Tire, any place that specializes in selling tires can do this for you. Remember to always show your Enterprise maintenance card before having any service done on your vehicle. And if you have any questions, please reach out to the maintenance department. And as always, drive safe. If you have any questions about tires and stuff, just give Bill Strange a call. He can help you out with all things tires. Just a reminder once again that our safe driving and uh, winter driving CPD was emailed out to all staff on February 14th. This is a mandatory CPD, and it was uh, due on uh, March 6, 2024. Uh, so make sure that all staff are doing this. Uh, if you started, um, uh, if you were hired prior to February 19th, it's required to do that CPD. So please make sure you're doing that. The link to that CPD is also in these announcements that I'm going to email out to everybody. So if you have not done that yet, it's due by March 6th. So make sure you're getting in there and doing the safe driving, winter driving uh, CPD. It is required for everybody and mandatory. A couple of repeats again. Uh, company car damage. Like I said, we've had, uh, we have many, many uh, window and windshield damage to our vehicles throughout the year. We talk about all the time, how can we reduce the risk of getting chips, cracks, uh, broken windshields, 
the number one thing we can do is to keep your distance. Don't follow so closely. Follow the three-second rules. You're following vehicles um, around towns and around cities. And when you're on highways and interstates, following too close leads to a lot of bad things. And one of those can definitely be windshield crack. So make sure you're keeping your distance, especially if you're following a large truck or if you're even a dump truck. A lot of times it'll stay stay 200 feet behind behind this vehicle. Make sure you're giving yourself a little more distance behind large vehicles or especially dump trucks where they have large loads in them, sometimes of rocks or sand or whatever the case may be. Let's make sure we're staying farther away from them. And then make sure you're inspecting your windshield regularly. If you're driving down the road and you hear something that sounded abnormal that hit the windshield, make sure when you're able to get stopped uh, and make sure you inspect that windshield to see if you can find any little nicks or anything on there because we want you to fix those promptly. Even small chips or cracks of the windshield can turn uh, into a bigger problem later on if it's left untreated. And the longer you wait to fix a crack or a chip, the more likely it's to spread to cause more damage. Uh, so make sure we're doing that. Uh, it's the same thing as you would report it, any other uh, damage to the vehicle. We'll do the same way. A lot of places like Safe Light and some other places will maybe even come to you to fix these uh, chips and cracks. Sometimes if it's a larger or needs a complete windshield replacement, depending upon what kind of safety measures the windshield has, it, has to may, it may have to actually go into the shop to do so. But we do want you to fix those properly. Report them as normal. And then we will help, and, uh, the, we will help make sure that the, that problem gets taken care of. Another reminder about social histories, the client's life story is absolutely the most important consideration when working towards goals and services. Without it, we lack the tools necessary to fully understand the client's perspectives, culture, and experiences. We all know very well that everything doesn't work for everybody, and we have to, and we have to cater to our services, or cater our services to each individual client based on their needs and what's going to work for them. How can we possibly know what will work for them if we don't know them? This is why the client social history is the, one of the most important parts of our services. We all ended up at IHBS to help others, and starting a case with a complete social history sets us up for success with help our, with the help our clients to help make positive behavioral change. Never underestimate the power of a social history. Here's some things to remember. Social history should be a conversation rather than a checklist. Use that social history to build rapport with your clients. Let them know that you're invested in them and helping them. The rapport building aspect means that social history should be completed very early in the case. Uh, the second session makes an excellent social history session. Social history should always be considered when treatment planning. Again, this is a great opportunity to show client and the family that they're being heard. Remember to add client voice into how you identify treatment planning goals. And lastly, a social history should always be considered when safety planning, evaluating for any safety needs, risk, ways to mitigate risk, and enhance protective factors are crucial. Social histories are a great way for you as the worker in the field to help clients and families identify those. All right, we're going to talk about cafes. Remember the staff cafes coming up, and that's for our team members. That's a great opportunity um, for you to be able to meet and talk with Co-workers, as maybe sometimes out of region, people you wouldn't see very often. Um, it's a really great opportunity to try to build some professional connections. Um, if the, ever the, the goal of these staff cafes is for, uh, there's always a topic given, and then it's a good way from hopefully you can learn some uh, skills and build some professional and personal vitality as you move along into your prof- professional life. We offer these on a monthly basis, and the next one's coming up on Thursday, February 29th, 9 a.m., 10 Central. 
please reach out to Deborah Cooper if you're looking and needing a link for that. She sent an email out a couple times, but if you're wanting help getting registered for that staff cafe, please reach out to Deborah Cooper. Um, we'll give her number here in a moment. We also have, it's the last week for the Recovery Community Cafe series. Those happen every Thursday. Um, this the last one will be February 29th, begins at noon, 1 Eastern. Uh, keep an eye out for those in the future. The Recovery Cafes are basically designed for anybody that's going through recovery, uh, someone that is uh, maybe just supporting someone in recovery. But it's a great opportunity to learn, again, some more skills as someone goes through the difficult challenge of uh, sobriety, trying to go through recovery. It's a great support system for those doing that. Uh, let's see. Parent Cafes ended for the month of February. We got the Parent and Neurodivergence, which is Understanding Autism. That's also the last week for that. That last meeting is today, Tuesday, February 27th. It's going to last from 530, um, usually an hour, 90 minutes or so, but it begins at 530 Central, 630 Eastern. Um, and then if you, if you have any questions about any of those cafes, please always reach out to Deborah Cooper. You can reach out to her email, which is dcooper at ihps.us. Or you can always call Deborah at 812-483-8369. And that's going to conclude the announcements of this week, except trivia. Okay, so we're going to do trivia. We talked about this earlier. Name one thing that you could do to avoid car break-ins. So, talked about those earlier. Just name one thing. You can email Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihps.us. But what's one thing that you can do to help prevent and avoid car break-ins? That'll do it for this week, everybody. Be on the lookout for that weather. Keep a, keep a keen eye out to weather forecasts and things of that nature. Another nice day in the 70s. It's going to be very windy, though, so be on the lookout for that. Some cold weather the next couple days. Chance for some storms tonight. So just keep an eye on that weather forecast as we move throughout the day, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for doing what you do. Thanks for taking care of the children and helping build positive behavioral change with those we serve. Have a great week. Shining star for you to see What your life can truly be